Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Meet Mum. I'm Meet. I'm Meet's mum. My name is Poonam, and I'm a conscious parenting coach. Today we are talking about joy. Today we're talking about happiness. That's a beautiful topic. And what uh, impact it can have on, well, your day-to-day life, on you, on your relationships, etc. Hmm. Hmm. So, can I ask you a question? Yeah. What makes you happy? What makes me happy? Yeah. Well, day-to-day Muzz makes me happy. Yes. Can you let the audience know who Muzz is? Muzz is my partner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else makes me happy? Uh, playing, well, interacting with my friends makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Solving something successfully makes me happy. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's many little things. Yeah. What about you? Um, being with my family makes me happy. I like to spend time with my children, with my husband, um, with my friends. Um, so people I'm close to, being in their presence makes me the happiest. So you know how people say, you know, uh, for self-care, you should do things that you like. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much, you know, um, kind of in a way saying, obviously, if you're doing things that you like, you'll be happy. Um, so being with family is my utmost happy place, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Then what effect does that have on your day? Uh, I'm more relaxed. I um, I I'm kind of give better mm-hmm. when I'm in my happy place. So um, that rejuvenates me. It's it's kind of a stress buster. It's um, yeah. Um, so the evenings that we all spend together, you know, even if we are just chatting and not doing anything or. Um, watching TV, I mean, watching TV is not my favorite pastime, but I just watch TV because the family is there. So I'm not so much enjoying the TV part. I'm enjoying the company, you know, and talking and chatting and interacting and sharing, you know. Um, and that kind of de-stresses me, it just fills me with joy and life. So you mentioned happiness can be self-care before. So Yes elaborate why do we need self-care there are lots of things um, that we do in the form world um, that are kind of necessary to survive you know like earning money you know you need money to survive so you have to go to work but that's a kind of a discipline that you have to fulfill a need and other things in life which are necessary like you know if you have kids, dropping the kids to school, picking them up, routines. So all of those things actually take a toll on your mental health. So during the day, if you don't take time out for yourself to rejuvenate yourself and do things that make you happy, 
then the everyday stress is going to build up and that can lead to burnout. So, mm. so that's why it's very important for uh, everyone to take a breather and do things that rejuvenate their soul. Because we are constantly in the form world. We are not so much looking after um, the non-form side of things. The non-form side of things. Mm-hmm. Explain that. <laughs> so form world is, in layman's terms, form world is what we learn from the outside. Okay. And non-form world, which I call spirituality, it's got nothing to do with religion, but it's the way I look at it, the way nature created us, the way universe created us was just to be. But the form world has taught us that we always need to be doing rather than being. Okay. So the doing does not come naturally to us. The doing has been dictated by the outside. And we, we've got to play the game because we need to survive in this world. But we need to parallelly look after the being side as well. So the way nature intended us to be. So we don't we nurture the soul. So we give ourselves enough joy and experience life rather than chasing stuff like we're constantly like a balance between doing and being yes yes and that's why you know now that more and more people are having mental health issues and people are getting burnt out uh, have you noticed in the last uh, few years there's so much emphasis on uh, meditation being mindful um even business organizations are running meditation courses, be, uh, mindfulness courses, and um, every leader um, or um, psychologist or psychiatrist actually leads you to um, those things. And the only reason is that um, they are teaching you to be present in the present moment and just be. Yeah, there's so many apps that you can get yeah. for it you know mm-hmm. calm mm-hmm. etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah yeah because definitely there's a big um mental health crisis going on that's true that's true and i see more so, and more of that at my work as well not that i'll say what i do for a living yeah 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 and we all see that everywhere like um it's such a big um part of the work work culture now to look after the mental health of their employees yeah and which is justified well yeah i think it's it's double fold it's not just it always used to exist but now we're more aware of it Uh, it's increased a lot also because we now know how to look for the signs so we certain things that would get dismissed now we go okay that's mental health so there's a lot of that but then there's also a lot of the being the doing stuff sorry that you were talking about there's a lot more pressures that everyone puts on themselves for the day-to-day life nowadays as well. But we used to be one person can work and afford to do everything, buy a house and et cetera, et cetera, all of the above. And the other person can stay at home, whoever that might be, can stay at home and look after kids or whatever. That that was just the standard that you used to think about, you know, and it, I'm not going to go into the gender issues here. It doesn't mean 
male used to do this, female used to do this or whatever. Just that you could on one salary afford to do anything you wanted, you know? Oh, but nowadays there's people who both of them work multiple jobs and um, still can't afford the basics. So obviously mental health is on the rise. Yeah. And it's not just the basics. Um, we have tied our happiness to our wants, not needs anymore. Yeah. So that's another tangent to it. You know, yeah. um, there is so much that is available. Everything is actually um, in abundance for us, you know. So, it, and that's kind of like, you know, we've started chasing more and more and we are not, never happy with what we have. Um, and that causes um, that stress as well, where people, you're right, like both partners need to work sometimes, but sometimes you both don't need to work. Like you've got enough with one salary, but then the other works because there are the wants are bigger, you know? That's and it's too. never ending. No. Yeah. So, so the chase does not stop. And because the chase does not stop, we are constantly um, stressing our, ourselves to get the next thing that we are chasing. We don't even stop and enjoy what we have. You, you have to be and, very self-aware to be able to avoid exactly. that and, and enjoy what you have. Exactly. Even being self-reflective, I, I definitely, in a lot of ways, chase the wants as well. Yeah, we all do. We all do. And if we, we are not aware and conscious, um, we just get sucked into what the form, form world teaches us. Mm. The form world, like in the form world, if you think of uh, the word success, what do you think most people think success is? Money. Exactly. And they don't say it because that doesn't sound good in a way. So most people will not say money. They will say, oh, you need to chase that career. Yeah, I'll bring it back to the topic. Most people will say happiness, but internally think money. Yeah, exactly. So most people are chasing money, thinking money will give them happiness. All right. And that's what they are training their kids to do as well. So they keep on pushing their kids to academically do better. But the end result they want is that they should do better in a career that gets a lot of money. Mm. So everyone, so if, even if you don't say that to your child, that money is the most important thing, but your actions are showing your child that that's the most important thing. So you are doing it yourself, but you are training the next generation to chase money as well, because you think money will give you happiness. Yeah. I'm not saying money is not important. We have, like I started, we need money to survive in the form world. Okay. Having no money is difficult too. It's very difficult not to have money and survive because you'll be constantly thinking about your needs. But then when we connect money to happiness, 
that is totally, totally wrong because money will not give you happiness. Happiness only comes to you when you are in the being, when you enjoy the present moment. Mm. So right now, this moment is the moment that you have. Okay, so if you're, you haven't enjoyed this one, you've lost this one. And then now we are in the next moment. If you haven't enjoyed this one, you've lost it. So when you're constantly chasing something that one day when you get it, that's when you will be happy. By the time you get there, you start chasing something else. But life passes you by. Yeah, there's always the ability for you to just keep expanding your goals, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but you have to be aware that every time you achieve one, don't discount it. Live in the moment for the fact that you have made that thing possible. Uh, what you imagined you have now brought into existence. But And feel free to set that goal. But it, yeah, like you're saying, be in the moment. Enjoy yeah. it. So, so enjoying and being happy is not related to outside. So that's the message that I'm trying to give. It's within you, okay? It's how you look at things. It's how you perceive things. And that's why we talk about gratitude. It's such a big thing that brings around um, so much awareness of so much abundance that we've already got, you know? So we like our basic need is food, clothing, and shelter. Okay, yeah. and we've got abundance of it, but we don't enjoy it. We're still chasing the next um, material thing. We're still chasing the next car, the next house, the next trip to somewhere. The next We're guitar. The next guitar for you. <laughs> but you you don't enjoy what you have. So when you're chasing the next thing, when you get there, you'll start chasing something else. You won't even enjoy that. And I've had instances where um, some people, some friends of ours, they've built houses, they've walked into a new house and they've already started thinking about another house. So they haven't even enjoyed that. And they've, they've set their target somewhere else. I'm not saying that's something, there's something wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. You can have goals and you can keep expanding and you can keep working towards your goals. But don't forget to be happy now because life is passing you by. Okay, you can never get back these moments. And the worst part is that when we are living this lifestyle subconsciously, not being aware, we are passing it on to our children. They will be chasing happiness all their life. You know, have you heard about that story, you know? There was this uh, fisherman, you know, just fishing by the side of the lake. And this man goes to him and says, you know, um, okay, so are you happy with your life? And he says, yeah. So what do you do? He says, I get up, I fish here, I get some money, I eat, and I just relax, read books. So that fisherman asks that man, so what do you do? So he talks about, you know, having a business and growing a business and then he'll be a multimillionaire and then he'll have big houses and then he will do this and that. 
And he kept asking, okay, then what, then what? And finally he says, finally, I'll have so much money. I'll um, have a house near a lake and I'll uh, start fishing and enjoying my life. Mm. So the fisherman says, that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Deep message. I'm sure most of our audiences would have heard this story, but we need to bring it closer to our heart and reflect on what we are doing with our lives. And just to be uh, make it clear, it's different for everyone. Yeah. Someone's, someone's idea of happiness doesn't necessarily have to be yours, but that's where we go back to self-reflection. Only you can find out that yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Only you need you to find, find something that nourishes your soul. Happiness is an inside job. Mm. You can never be happy with external materialistic stuff. Well, you can definitely convince yourself that you're happy, yeah, but then you yeah. will realize that yes. you're wrong very soon. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I shouldn't say convince. I should say trick. You can definitely trick yourself into it. Yeah, because you're not conscious. So that's the whole game. Be- becoming conscious, becoming self-aware. Aware. You know, otherwise you keep thinking, you know, um, that car will give me happiness. Um, my, my child going to that uni will give me happiness. My child becoming, um, a, taking up a certain career will give me happiness. You know, we don't even uh, project things on our own lives. We start projecting things for our children as well. As well. Mm. And we have expectations and um goals that we want our children to achieve to give us that feeling of um being successful like even if it it is to become a successful parent i don't know if that is a thing but yeah <laughs> How do you even define that you was that you were successful? You can only do it for yourself. Exactly, exactly. And that's what we don't understand. We start living our lives through our children. And um may, we make them feel guilty for not making us proud. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's the saddest part because we don't let the nature unfold the true essence of that child. You know, we don't even we don't even see that. We only see the projections that we have and how we want to be viewed by the outer society. Well, this just goes back to your form world that you're talking about, about yes, being and doing. Yeah. So when you are looking at from what you were just describing, when you're looking at your children, you are only looking at what they're doing. You can't see their being because they don't yes. even know it yet. We don't we don't invest enough time in seeing the being. Yeah. Yeah. We don't invest any time in seeing the being. Well, it's it can be it's very much laziness in that way because you it's easy to make assumptions based on the fact well on on the fact of what they're doing in front of you. It uh, takes much more work to to figure out what what they're feeling inside i guess yes yes definitely it's not being lazy most parents are trying to do their best 
and parenting is not easy. Okay. It's not so much being lazy. It's being unconscious. Yeah. That's a better way of putting it. Yes. And then you, because we, as like I, if I look at myself, me as a parent, I've been raised in this form world. So the form world actually gives you checklists. This is the definition of success. This is how your, your child should behave for you to feel proud. So let's say we go to the shops and there's a child have, uh, throwing a tantrum. Yeah. The most parents are trying to stop the child from throwing a tantrum. And if they um, kind of try to go deeper into why they are doing it, they are more worried about what other people who are in the area in the vicinity of the child and them, how they are perceiving them as a parent, rather than worrying about understanding what's bothering the child. Hmm. So it's all about how we present ourselves and our children to other people, and we want to feel proud about it. So if the society says, the child should not throw a tantrum. The child should listen to the parent and follow the parent's rules. We are following that checklist. We don't use our own inner, um, the, the inner knowledge that, that we've got from the non-form, the, the calling of the soul, the sixth sense that we have which will actually connect with the child and try to understand what's bothering them and not worrying about the outer behavior that is only a reflection of the turmoil that's inside the child. Mm. So we need to work on the cause, not the outcome that is in front of us. Yeah. So linking that back, by following what you just said, how do we bring about happiness for us and our children? Okay. So it will be different for different people, like we discussed. So, but we need to embody a pattern in our lives where we actually show our children we stop and we show our children that we need to do things that we love so we can help ourselves um, de-stress and rejuvenate and enjoy life so it's very simple it doesn't take any money to be happy you can just be happy doing simple things like I said I love walking on the beach Mm. okay and that that brings me joy. So if I was raising little kids and if I was telling them, oh, I love going to the beach, it brings me so much joy. And I do it regularly so I can de-stress and just be. So if we, we are having these kind of, kind of conversations at home, then the child knows that it's very important to be happy and do things that you like doing. Yeah. And then you give your child the permission to do things that they want to do. 
it is so sad these days that everything is a routine. There's no free play. Mm. And children don't have time to just be, like to, to kind of explore things and work out their own thought process. Have you not seen young kids, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten? The moment they are left alone, they start saying, can I get your phone, mom? I'm, be- I'm getting bored. Mm. They don't know how to be with themselves because we are constantly telling them what is next on their agenda. So their lives are mechanized. Monday to Friday, you go to school, you come back from school, go to an activity, come back and study, go to school again. Now it's sleep time, it's wake up time. There is no me time. Hmm. And the parents are chasing as well. So parents are working. So they're constantly on the run. So their life reflects that this is what we need to do in the future. Like, you know, this is how life is. So no one's actually stopping and being grateful. I'm not saying no one. Many people are doing that. Uh, Those who are conscious. You have to model that behavior of being happy, not behavior, you have to model being happy for your children to learn how to be happy. Yeah. And otherwise it's a pattern that's going to repeat for generation to generation to generation. Yes. Yes. Someone needs someone needs to be the circuit breaker. That's right. Someone needs to have that courage to break the circuit and reflect on their lives and understand how unconsciously we are leading our lives makes me sad probably that's why i took to conscious parenting coaching well then it should make you happy because you're changing it for other people yeah yeah it's making me happy that i'm changing it's making it makes me sad that i can't do it at the speed that i want to do it (laughs) only you can control your emotions you are making yourself sad (laughs) yeah it's it's just a the thought but yeah. I do a lot of activities to keep to make me happy. So just to conclude, all I want to say is happiness is not a station you ar- arrive at. It's a manner of traveling. And if you have any other questions that you would like mom to answer, well, feel free to email us at meetmumcontact@gmail.com. at gmail.com. See you in the next episode.